Thank you for tuning in today on Voyage Through the Bible with Billy G. Nolan, where his heart is to fortify and strengthen your relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We hope you enjoy this mini teaching, and if you need prayer, if you would like more information, or you simply want to join us as we voyage through the Bible, go to www.voyagethroughthebible.org. We're going to be using the five natural senses as a springboard. This subject is so profound, we could take hours with the subject, and we're only going to take minutes. We're introducing the quest of the overview is to explain the doubting heart and what a new heart really looks like. The parallels with this we're going to be discussing a survey of the Christian life. We're going through it with all kinds of stories. We'll be looking at the enabling power of God to save the worst and the best, causing his great power to be a part of our lives. Let's look at the sense of smell. Remember what I had said. We have senses of the soul and senses of the spirit man, and we're springing from our natural senses, carrying it into the spirit. So this is a big discussion, and we're not going to cover it in any way, shape, or form in full. The sense of smell. Discerning akin to the natural smell, sense of smell, we discern this by a sense of smell. What is it like? There are animals in the forest that can smell blood that's spilled from miles away, and it's through smell. Our smell, we walk into a house and we smell lunch or dinner or breakfast, and we say, ah, oh, how nice. We go into a restaurant where they have fresh baked bread, and we go, oh, this is good. Sense of smell has somewhat of a soothing element in it. That's, of course, good smells, good aromas. But then we come to bad smells. Bad smells are body odors of people. Ah, and they could be odors of decomposing fruit. Uh, I have several smells that just just bother me. But with God, he has sweet-smelling savors, he calls it. He gives off a good smell. Psalms 45.8, all your robes are fragrances with myrrh and aloes and cassia. From the palaces adorned with ivory, the music of the string instruments make me glad. So what does the aroma of God look like? I got to tell you, to me, it's a freshness. When, when God comes near me, I have a freshness about me. I get these feelings, all is well. He smells so good. <laughs> a grown man saying that. How about that? <laughs> In a general idea, when the Lord is near, the possibilities of the Spirit 
being near us is like a sweet smell. It's like the perfumes of his garment. The contrast is Satan has a foul smell, sometimes even described as a natural sense of smell. I had a friend years ago, and this friend had a gift of discerning spirits. And his gift was illustrated by literal smell. He could smell the enemy, he could smell bad attitudes, he could smell great expressions of God. I asked him once how he could keep up with all this, and he says, I don't. I just let it flow and let God work. That's an extreme. So as we continue on, it'll be glimpses of these senses. Isaiah 11, 2, two and 3. Spirit of the Lord rest on him. Spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. Let's look at taste. The spiritual realm has particular distinct of smell. So they have also distinctive looks at taste. Psalms 34, 8, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one that takes refuge in him. Paul speaks of the Christian life, taste of the good word of God in Hebrews 6, 5. God's word in the same manner is good and wholesome to taste. Have you ever been in a worship meeting and for some reason it's almost the same illustration you feel like you've tasted God? I have. Let's look at touch. Sense of touch helps to guide us in an area where none of the other's senses seems to help us. Moses. Moses is having a battle of his life in the wilderness. Those Amalekites are coming against them. And as long as he has his hands laid straight up in the air, the battle is going for the children of Israel. But when he drops his hands, the battle is not. So the people helping him set a rock down and set him down. And his hands begin to waver again. So Aaron and her, H-U-R, her, held his hands up till the sun set. And the battle was in the hands of the Lord's and the Amalekites lost the battle. Have you ever had somebody touch you at the right moment, at the right time? Sometimes these touches are from heaven. They just touch you, and it's like all is well, that kind of touch. Jesus said an amazing thing. He's in a crowded place on a road, people all around him, and he says, who touched me? And this little lady, not even a Jew, she was in desperate need. She had an issue of blood, they called it. 
She'd went to all the doctors and spent all her money. She was in a case of despair. She couldn't, she said, if I could only touch him. So there's a two-way expression of touch. The one way expresses touch as to me, and the other way is to others. Nevertheless, she was delivered and healed that day. That touch brought her great deliverance and great healing. Sight. Nathaniel reacted with his natural eye. He had seen, but what he had seen was in the spirit. John 2, 25. He did not need any testimony about mankind, for he knew what each person was like. Natural sight lets you see the world. Spiritual sight is insight. You see beyond the world. Sometimes you'll be talking to somebody, not recognizing what you're doing, but you end up telling secrets of their heart without even knowing you're doing it. I think that is really great. What happens then is you have a sight that's beyond the natural sight. Sometimes you just know that somebody needs to be comforted. Your knower is sight-ridden. It has many sights in it. Hearing. Frequently, Bible, we read, he that has an ear to hear, let them hear what the Spirit said to the churches. I think it's important to reach a point in your life where you are having an ability to hear. Do you know how many people you can help by hearing at the right moment for the right thing, for the right reason? You can hear and give great blessing to people around you. 1 Kings 3, 9. So give your servant discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong for who is able to govern this great people. Of course, this was Solomon. He was asking for a hearing heart. Hearing God's voice is not very often audible, but we still can hear him. We can hear the voice of communion and fellowship with us. I'm going to recommend you breathe deep, exhale, breathe in the Word of God, give it out. Be present with the Lord. Let the Lord speak to you in communion and fellowship. If you recognize the great privilege that we have in this friendship with Christ, this relationship with the Father, the communion with the Holy Ghost, I can't emphasize enough the great privilege that's really ours. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast from Billy on this episode of Voyage Through the Bible. This journey and its many adventures lead you into the mysteries of creation and man, not only to know the Bible, but to experience it and live it. If you would like to sow into this ministry and be a part of somebody else's journey as they learn about God, please visit our website, www.voyagethroughthebible.com. 
www.ghostbusinessfoundation.org.